0: The following is a presentation
1: of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station
2: or its management.
3: Bringing you Controversy at its best with uncensored music comedy and political discussion
2: ladies and gentlemen this is outlaw radio
4: ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 30th of April. That's right, the last day of this month, 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy, and I've got a good show lined up for you, as I always do. First off, I want to apologize for having to cancel the last two weeks. I can't begin to tell you how many different things kept going wrong. Yes, indeed, but I am back and I am ready to give you a great show as always. In the first hour, if you remember last year, I interviewed uh, band members from the band. They're called Lenny out of New York. Well, they are back after completing an EP. In the second hour, I am joined by Philip D. Blackman. Going to be talking about new states passing constitutional carry. And in the third hour, I got a brand new segment, Radio Chatter, where I'm welcoming uh, my good friends, uh, Jim Hunt and Monty Seaburns who are both in the radio business and uh, they got some stories to tell. All right before I get to any of that uh, I want to cue one of the songs that's uh, off of the new EP from Lenny this is called Letting you down Yes I played it last I'm gonna they were on I'm gonna play it again. I'll be back with that interview with Lenny right after this
1: and we go a little something like this hit it
5: and now from a rented basement because bad billy's mom threw him out it's outlaw radio
3: Thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you. You're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle. One that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey. The best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey. Available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you. At coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Coldcock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Coldcock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly.
5: Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Porn couldn't be that bad for you, or there wouldn't be so many nuns in it.
6: Ooh, is that Mr. Holland?
5: Yes, ma'am, please don't touch.
0: I strongly believe... I think you're... I have the right to... Some people live in a world of censorship... Forced to keep their thoughts and ideas quiet. But I have the right to freedom of speech. And so do you. Let your voice be heard. I have the right to freedom of speech. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station.
3: So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, Jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, gunbroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at gunbroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? Gunbroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. Gunbroker.com. Gunbroker.com.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com Visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25-year shelf life you can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies supplies such as the alexa pure water filtration system first aid and medical supplies solar power supplies and much more again go to www.outlawradioabs.com visit the store section and click on the my patriot supply banner don't be left in the dark get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today I'm Nick, and
5: you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck
7: we want. No exceptions.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Letting You Down by Lenny. And it is my pleasure to welcome, of course, Lenny and Jimmy from the band. How you guys doing?
8: Hey, how you doing, brother?
4: Hey, I'm doing All fantastic. Right? <laughs> yes. Awesome.
8: Thank you for having Thanks. us again.
4: Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. yeah. It's been roughly a year since uh, the last time you guys were on, but uh, hey, once again, uh, refresh the listeners. Why don't you tell uh, listeners a little bit more about Winnie?
9: Well, you first, Jimmy, brother. You, you know more about the dates and everything, but basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. if you want to know about the actual facts, that's Jimmy's department for sure, but... Uh, as far as how this <laughs> uh, evolved into its thing, you know, it really started... Believe that, or uh, Jimmy and I were doing a session in the Baltimore area. Morgan Correct. was doing a session in close by, but, like, unrelated. But it, we were all like, we might as well all get together, hit the casino, and then hit a studio together while we're all, you know, hey, which is what happened. And then he was like, you know, why don't you fly out to Atlanta and let's, like, record this. And we got together with Corey Lowery. And did a song, and then another song, and then it became a thing. Then we moved it to Moline, and then it bounced around to Vegas and back to Jersey and back to Moline and <laughs> everything. And uh, I mean, that's the fast version of it all. But and now it's a it's an official thing. It, it, it started out yes. like supposed to be a song, you know, um, and then it was you know it stayed a studio project for uh, for a little bit, and the only steadies were Jimmy. Morgan, Corey, and myself um, now we have a steady band you know um, right so, so yeah as far as like uh, the, the, the important details Jimmy knows all that
8: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no no, my god but uh, no it, it was um, yeah, it started out you know we, we we were in respective projects and then you know Morgan was essentially like, hey, let's try something different so uh you know we both hopped on a flight <laughs> and went down and we started you know we started the sessions with uh Corey uh, uh lowry uh, clint's brother um who is now lead guitar for caesar and actually during the sessions that we were recording these songs Corey actually got the call to join caesar as lead guitar player. So that's pretty cool um and uh that
2: moment. That was
8: so cool. right <laughs> And we, we've actually you know we have we've, we've been around, you know, um, we, we we kinda it started what it started was more acoustic and industrial and then it it kind of we we were getting ready to release that ourselves independently. We we're like, well this thing's awesome to begin with and Morgan was like, Well why don't we add to it? And we you know, we went from Atlanta, then we went to Illinois and you know, we end up working with the awesome Jose Arqueza from uh, Three Years Hollow, and he's fantastic. And then we ended up, you know, th- these. this has taken, you know, um, Antipathy has taken now five years now uh, to to, you know, this is really cool to see the fruition, the fruits of our labor. And this is only half of the songs we wrote in these sessions. And Lenny and I, our good friends are, um, and this is super cool, I'm going to name drop real quick, um, our good friend John Servio from Black Label Society, and our good friend Bob Pantella from Monster Magnet, we've been doing sessions with them too. So we kind of have an amalgamation of a lot of things, but with this particular set of songs with um, organ, this we still have another, I think, four that, uh, that haven't seen the light of day yet, uh, which is actually one of the name of one of the songs, um, light of day. And, uh, um, but we're, we were like, you know, I, I think it's records are a different thing now where it's not so much, you're putting out this 12 song thing. I think a lot of times now bands, it's like one song or a couple songs. So the era of the EP, you know, this is something you saw in the 60s and 70s a lot. So you have, like, my father has a pretty extensive record collection, and he goes, oh, man, I have the kinks, and he's, like, a well-respected man. And the B side of that was, like, um, uh, all day and all the night. So it's a, it, it's kind of, I feel, a throwback to, like, you know, the older days where you had a shorter record where it's, like, okay, we're not, it's it's tight, it's concise, and it's, like, you're not going to over people with like this 12, 16, 18 song album. So I think yeah. it's a pretty cool thing. So.
4: Well, I mean, so, okay. uh, you're not just uh, name dropping, you're name dropping some big names there.
8: <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to, sir. We're just really proud of who we're with. <laughs>
4: hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong know. with...
9: Well, Morgan, Morgan, the cool. I mean, I guess, I guess really, one what, what of the because I guess this is a big part of what the EP is, is essentially about, was my mother was diagnosed with ALS and, and then passed away from ALS during the process of writing most of these songs. And Morgan did a lot for me and my uh, family during that time um, through this, this musical outlet. I mean, it's, it's an Great. amazing gift to have someone, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, force you, <laughs> stick you in a room for eight hours and, lock it and
8: pour your heart out now pretty much now you got to write a <laughs> song out of that
4: yes so i mean last year when i talked to you guys of course you uh, just had the one single the one that i just played now uh, yes, you, you have the ep out and you said you said five years of course it, it took to do this so was that a matter of uh just trying to perfect it or what uh? What's the what's the story for uh, the length of time you th- took?
8: Partially COVID.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that too. Yeah. Yeah,
9: yeah. A couple of different things. I would say, like, really, since initially it started out as we were just doing a song, honestly, for my mom, and that song didn't even make the EP because we shifted direction immediately because the the was so cool. So, so the first song was uh, almost. I hate to say almost a U two feel in terms of the music. It yeah, very, yeah. You know, like right. Um, vocally, not even close. Not like good or bad. Just vocally didn't sound like that. But anyway, um, so that's the song that Jim and I were thinking about doing on our own, like releasing on our own, releasing station. independently. Yeah, yeah. But, Um, but but like initially, since we went the industrial version, Morgan initially did his drum tracks on an electronic kit. Uh, we did Correct. it in a small studio, and again, we weren't planning on doing anything. That's why we had no image, no gimmick, no name, because it wasn't supposed to be anything. But then we, we had these four or five songs at that point that we were like, well, these are pretty cool. Why don't we actually do something with it? So then we moved it to Moline and Morgan, re-recorded all his drums on a, on a full you know acoustic kit, Correct. which is the proper way for Morgan Rose to play, let's be honest. I, I know electronic kits have come a long way, but you still want to hear Someone like Morgan play a real kid.
8: like play a real kid, right? At
9: least you know. Um, so then that started turning into more stuff because then we got more musicians involved and and all this kind of stuff. And um, the song started evolving. And then we thought we were ready to release everything. We were all actually planning on meeting up in New York City. We had flights booked for everybody, hotels booked, and everything. Oh yeah, and then COVID, yeah, for sure. Covid did happen. The shutdown happened right then. Everything shut down, and it was like you know, th- I mean, I've never I've lived in New York my whole life, and I've never seen New York shut down the way it did. Like, what? Right. What, what do you... Mean? So, and that was, I got to say, that was like a two-year delay. But during that two years, right. uh, we were able to kind of like, um, kind of find the little pockets of uh, travel opportunities when it seemed safe and stuff. So we were able For to sure. go back to the studio a few times and not overstuff the turkey or overthink anything. But just revisit the songs and say well since we have time now let's see were we ready like are these songs as good as they can be can you sing that line a little better like instead (laughs) of like even if it's a a slight auto-tune like hey instead of the auto-tune why don't you sing that line again you know right and and
7: get it
9: yeah yeah morgan even said to me at one point he was like man you've been living with these songs now for literally a couple of years i bet you could sing that line way better at this point And I ended up re-singing a lot of the songs that I already sang in two different studios, you know, so now I'm happy with, I mean, I'm completely happy with the final product.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about uh, New York, of course. I mean, I've been there twice in my life. It's been almost 30 years since I've been there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Early nineties, even uh, then, you know, I mean, the place was a bit too surreal for me. I mean, all the sound effects and everything all around me were was only stuff that i'd heard in the movies and it was it was like oh yeah a, almost being in a movie of course i mean in in most all other places i've been to you know um if you need a taxi you call one um yeah. i had only seen people call out for a taxi uh on the sidewalk in the damn movies and here i am in new york now. i'm so, I'm seeing it happen. And you're, you're
8: living it. Yeah. Right.
4: And, and some dude in the subway talking to the wall, telling it how it's going to burn in hell and nobody's doing a damn thing about
8: it. Well, he's that's actually so on the record. We got that guy. <laughs> 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 yeah,
9: no. So actually then, I mean, and I'm a, like I said, a native uh, New Yorker. That's a, that's a true New York experience right there, man. Yeah. That's a, now I live in Staten Island though. So I'm outside of Manhattan, the main city part. I, I live, but I, I'm, it's a, it's a weird, if anybody knows a setup, it's a weird setup, it's, a, it's such a small, aisle. all of the boroughs are small around um, the, the city, but, um, but man, it, it's, <laughs> it's a funny story, though. I mean, you know, I had the opposite, though, when I started traveling, I was the guy, the weirdo, trying to hail cabs in the street, like Las Vegas, I'm trying to hail a cab, like, from the curb. And I'm getting honked at and the police are you know flashing the lights at me. I'm like, what? I'm trying to get a freaking
8: cab over here. Right. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, now I lived in Vegas for five years and I know what you're talking about, too. Hey, and oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I just gotta say this. I just gotta say this. Thank you for not having a God complex just because you're a New Yorker, like one other idiot that I'm dealing with. <laughs>
8: oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> wow. No, man, not at all. Oh, sir I'm in Pennsylvania, so like it takes me you know, my wife's from New Jersey, so so she's she and Lenny have this way. I I, I you know, I have you know, this uh, uh fear of being impolite. So stepping out onto a curb and hailing a taxi is a little alien for me, so um <laughs> I'm like I kinda wanna excuse me, sir. Listen a minute. You know like <laughs> I need I need your wheels for a half a mile, um, but no, it's. But I love coming up there, especially where yeah. Lenny's at, and that's like between there and Jersey, where you know that's that's where we kind of you know formulated, you know, that, like you know we have we have we have three amazing band members in um in in our dudes, and uh, they are they're incredible. Um, but it, it's really funny, will we'll strip it down to you know two guitars or I do I do mandolin uh, electric mandolin and keys oh wow so we'll strip it down to that yeah, yeah. so on, uh, so uh, so some some of the some wow, parts that's... you hear on this r- record are not what sound like synthesizers or what they sound like electric guitars is actually um, me playing electric mandolin and uh, I wanted to bring that it's such a cool instrument and being being an appalachian as our friend uh, uh, T-Bone would say, uh, he's from Kentucky. He was a uh, Candlebox's drum tech.
10: Oh, wow, and yeah. He
8: was, like, he was like, so he's from Kentucky, and he was like, you're from the South, I know you are. You just called me sir, and he, he's like, I can feel it, brother. And I, I, it, there's that, you know, we, we, we had that connection like that. Um, <laughs> it, it's cool to, to ah, strip things down. You know, to uh, 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 you know, basic basic parts before you add all the levels. I wanted to bring an instrument that my grandfather introduced me to when I was younger, like a mandolin. But I don't play it like a conventional Appalachian mandolin player. I I, I use actually uh, James Hetfield is is my biggest influence, so I wanted to utilize his type of tonality. But on a very, very bluegrass instrument, if that makes sense. And I remember pitching that to Morgan, and he was like, You're out of your mind, and let's do it. Um, <laughs> so, so we, have one
9: song, we have one song where uh, Morgan uses a cigarette lighter as an e book for, for Jim's electric mandolin. There's video footage. I mean, it's a song that didn't make this EP, but it'll be on the next one. Um, yes. But yeah, it's. it's it's kind of crazy because when we go in the studio, there's not a whole lot of like um, free planning that goes on or pre-production that goes on. No, no. We, it's on the spot. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you don't want to go in with an idea because it's going. It's not going to be anything like you
8: thought it was going to be. Good never, or bad. I'm just saying, it like, never is. We literally, <laughs> we literally recorded it and then it's like, all right, if we get a band, let's figure that out later. <laughs> yeah, they like, yeah.
9: So how are we gonna play that live? Ah, we'll we'll figure that out when we get. We'll it. figure it out later, and, yeah. and then and then we then we're like, oh wow, that was yeah. But but we we do figure it out. I mean, we do have um the mix of guys and players and the way we do things, we are able to do everything. You know, almost like the type of negative way where it's like, correct. You know, we hear their their CDs where there's all the stuff going, on and they they manage to do it on stage without a huge production. um you know we we
8: can and by we i mean Jimmy
4: <laughs> you know you know you bring appreciate
8: up appreciate you. you
4: you bring up typo negative too i can't think of anybody else um uh, since the 50s that he uh, a rock band that has used a stand-up bass in their band. so right oh yeah right and uh, yeah, I, and who knows
8: friend, our, i got one i got one stray cats is it Stray Cats, Brian sets her orchestra. The Stray Cats, they definitely use an upright bass, but there's not many. You're right.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, go ahead.
8: I know a friend of ours. He's he's an
9: awesome musician, and um, we did like an acoustic trio thing for a while. And as a novelty, he came out with the up bass, and it was was pretty cool. But I know what you mean. Like, it's not something you see in not every day (laughs) released music these days. Like, you know. When the Les Paul trio was still – well, they're probably still doing their thing without Les Paul. Um, but they have a female uh, bass player with the stand-up bass. And it's a crazy thing
8: to watch. No doubt.
4: <laughs> well, who knows what's uh, what the future holds. You guys might uh, one day have somebody in, at least on one song with a banjo.
8: Oh, we're not against it. We wouldn't cut that out. No, we don't have that <laughs> I mean, yet, right? Not yet. If, Vol- if Volbeat can do it, we, we should. <laughs> 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 Volbeat has I, lo- a long I love that it? band. Oh yeah, they have a song called Doc Holiday. I've heard it's it. It's like the heavy. Oh man, it's like the heaviest thing you've ever heard, and the beginning is a banjo.
4: I mean, and I yeah. was like, "Are you
8: we- kidding me?"
4: Yeah, know that. Volbeat and <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's the only guys that have taken a banjo. Oh, shipping
2: up to Boston, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they Dropkick Murphy's. Oh man,
4: they're the only they're yeah. the only two that have taken a banjo outside of the realm of bluegrass.
8: Right. So, yeah. This is my intent with mandolin. With uh, I, uh, I guess we're considered hard rock. So <laughs> well, that's that's, it, that's the both, journey.
9: So. Are the Dropkick Murphys considered
8: um, hardcore? They are punk. They are definitely I mean, punk. More, yeah,
4: punk, I had more that kind of the, uh, really cling to their Irish heritage, though. Absolutely, they do because yeah. they use bagpipes as well. Yes, I got to
9: hang out with them once. Once um, we did a big like dedication to Dimebag when he was killed and uh um, oh, right in new york city we got tattoos at new york hardcore tattoos and dropkick murphy's came out jamie josto was there uh, There was like a whole bunch of Agno- agnostic, agnostic front, front. yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a crazy weird-ass group of people um and right. it was all like a, a dedication to the dime bag and getting tattoos because a whole bunch of us got tattoos dedicated to dime so uh Somebody, oh, when you brought up that, day, anytime somebody brings up Dropkick Murphys, I think about that crazy night. when yes. we all partied together and got tattoos for time in New York City at the tattoo
4: shop. Uh, did you drink a black tooth grin?
8: Hell yeah! <laughs> I bet oh, you did. I, 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 absolutely, crown and crown and coke. Oh god! <laughs> you know, I try I, these days. I'm trying to
9: behave a little bit, uh, but yeah, yeah, you give me crown. Is dangerous because it's so sweet anyway, and need, need real. Co- and I don't drink soda
11: oh.
9: or anything, right? As it is. Same. So anytime if I drink, if I if I'm out or somebody gives me a drink that has soda in it, it's just like all that sugar and caffeine that I don't ever have suddenly combined with the whiskey. You know, is like you know heart attack in a cup for me.
8: <laughs> oh
4: yeah,
8: uh, uh, that's, that's why we we stick to our beer.
4: <laughs> uh, you're about to hear something you probably thought you wouldn't hear from a gun-toting redneck like myself but I pr- I prefer hey, that's all right. I prefer the uh, 420 route so I, st- oh, I, st- oh. I stay I stay, the there, I stay away from the alcohol I stay away from the alcohol so cool.
8: uh, well, no 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 hey no we're, we're cool man no worry.
9: I never thought I'd see the day that New York City it's compl- it's not only completely legal right now but there are now trucks that you can buy Pot off of and pre rolled, and it's legit like good. And there's different grades, I mean, it's crazy. My sister walks, um, she's a stylist in Manhattan, and she walks from her bus stop, that, like Fifth Avenue, and there's a weed bus right there parked there. That you just oh have my to goodness, you. you have to be 21.
4: Oh yeah. my goodness,
9: <laughs> I mean, the, the law says you're just not allowed to like you're not allowed to smoke out in public, you know, you, right. you can't, you still can't smoke and drive, you can't. Around, you know, children, all that kind of stuff. But otherwise, it's completely legal in New York City right now. It's, it's, I never thought I'd see the day. It's crazy.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're looking to push it on a federal level. But uh, then again, see, I'm in a state where it's still criminalized. I mean, I consider myself, I consider myself politically conservative, but uh, I think uh, this place can be too fucking conservative sometimes. So. (laughs) (laughs)
8: Hell, we're 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 the same way, sir. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. No, absolutely, I understand that.
4: Yeah, I mean, because I mean, that's one thing. If they want to call it liberal or to the left, they talk about marijuana. That's one. I'm I'm for full legalization, of course, with common sense rule with common sense rules that you don't drive and smoke and and uh, not around. Yeah, right. Correct. with With a blunt hanging out of your mouth.
9: To get pulled over. You're like, asking don't for cry, trouble. <laughs> don't cry about it. Don't cry about it anymore, <laughs> right, you know? right. And, and like, you, and like you mentioned, like uh, being um, a person who believes in firearms. Look, I bet you're more likely to do a lot more damage uh, being intoxicated on alcohol than being stoned with a firearm in your hand. Like, not to make correct. a joke of the this, this situation. I'm saying. So, I mean, alcohol in excess can. I mean, yeah, can be pretty well, bad compared to.
4: No doubt
9: or, or edibles or however well, you like to get your cannabis.
4: Well, well, the thing is, I'll t- tell you guys really quick too is that uh, you know I sure. I lived five years of my life in Vegas. I worked uh, s- casinos in uh, smaller towns in northern Nevada, and I've watched people. I watched people gamble away their money. You know, I was oh, yeah. I was in I was in uh, Reno. Well, I, I watched I watched man unfortunately commit suicide in front of my face. Ooh. Uh, no after he gambled, oh. he came, he came up from Vegas and lost whatever he had left. And that was the end of it. But, you know, I watch these guys, they wow. drink and they get really belligerent yeah, and mouthy and all, belligerent. all that. And I'm thinking, right. you know, if you, if you have these cocktail interests and you they're passing out joints instead of drinks, yeah, they might still be yes. losing, they might still be losing their money. But the right. but but they're not going to be such as big assholes. They're not going
8: to be violent or yeah, right.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean so yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, seriously. Exactly. I mean I believe alcohol may have its place even, um, you know, in in uh, for medicinal uses. There is there is use for alcohol. You know, it can be, it can be used as a remedy, of course. But uh, right. honestly, when I look at the statistics of violent crimes and overdoses, and I consider alcohol poisoning and overdose just like overdosing on heroin or fentanyl oh, yes these sir. days, sure.
2: Sure. you sure. know. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, who ODs on marijuana? I think the worst you're risking is probably a little carbon monoxide, but that's it.
8: Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
4: So uh, yeah, t- time is a ticking. <laughs> so I just gotta ask you guys a few more questions. So obviously, fine, I, and I keep having trouble saying the name of your of your EP. So I'm not even going to attempt it. But uh, what's in the future? You got more songs you want to release? Uh, when perhaps is the next one or the next single that's not on this EP going to be released? Or any that's b- a very good
8: question. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure.
4: I mean, any probably guesses?
8: Not until,
9: probably not until the end of the year or, or the beginning. of probably the fall. Year. Yeah, probably fall. Yeah, yeah, like we there might be since we do have stuff that's near finished, uh, and like a couple of songs are mostly just um, studio production type of stuff that needs to be done, or right. visiting just to see you know which take are we going with type of stuff. So it's just mad right. for everybody getting into the studio for a day or two. Um, but other than that, like a, an actual EP, probably not until the end of the year or next year. Uh, so we want to ride this a little bit too, because this is fairly new, and it took 10 months to get from... We were going to do another single, and I was glad when Imagine said, instead of doing another single... Just release the whole thing. Yeah, let's go. and Yeah. Some some of our bandmates were a little skeptical. Like, well, why? Why almost like, well, because I'm happy about it. Is because let's just put music out there now. You know, now.
8: you
9: know, we already did a two week run uh, for with sure. Just a single, and it was um, it was just like kind of a I don't want to call it a test run because I don't want to you know insult anybody that was involved in what we did, but it, it was a, it was almost like a, a bar run that we did um, across. A thousand
2: friggin' miles. Oh yeah,
9: for sure. <laughs> we, 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 God bless Rob and Mike for driving. I think there was one day Mike drove, and now we had a, a full size RV with a trailer attached to it. With a trailer, and, yeah. So drove it was from Nashville RV. to Richmond. Um, he, how many hours in a row did he drive? Though? it was uh, that was nine.
8: Everybody. It was about nine or ten hours, and then we played a show.
9: But it was like straight though He, he drove It drove straight the
8: There was no Absolutely
9: Except once He went right. to the side And used the bathroom Cause we had a small bathroom On the RV Which was not a nice Thing to have You know Right um, But that That was like At least we We discovered that The band does work Because we spent Correct two, <laughs> right. two weeks together I mean there were a couple Of rough moments But we all got through it And we're all still friends In a band And nobody Indeed. You know um, Broke any fingers That I know Or more- <laughs> You know, nobody got any black guys that I know of, and all that kind of stuff. That's true. Uh, so the band's there, and we're all ready and hungry. We have, you know, a couple of shows booked, but we're still waiting for something. It's just uh, we keep getting told, you know, that things are still not completely blown open. Where it's a free, it's still still tight, and the tours that are already planned, it's hard to get on them, even as like an opener for a couple of shows or whatever. It's it, things are like behind the scenes. Things are
8: still really, really, really
4: rigid. Gotcha. Right,
8: for better words, I don't know. <laughs> so, yes,
4: sir. All right. Well, hey, that's all the questions I have for you guys. I want to thank you very much for joining me again, and,
8: brother. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. Yeah. Yeah. God, thank
4: you. It's Hopefully been. We
2: didn't, we didn't ramble too much away from the subject.
4: Oh no! <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that's the way I like it. Uh, oh, yeah. More of a conversation yeah, than an too, interview. Me you yeah. know, I
9: mean Things can get, can get repetitive, you know, and I, I, I like, you know, talking to
2: guys like you where it's like, you know, uh,
7: whatever whatever comes up, comes up. Yes. Indeed, sir. <laughs>
4: Indeed, sir. All right. So <laughs> why don't you uh, take a moment? Uh, we're going to hit a music set, and I'm going to play three more of your songs. But uh, before uh, we get to that, uh, why don't you give yourselves a plug? Till the Tell the listeners where... They can find Lenny. Got social media, got a website, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, all that good shit. Absolutely.
8: Um, we are on uh, Instagram at Lenny L E N N E the band. Just look up Lenny the band on Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook, same thing. L E N N E. The you can find our uh, you can find the full album on all streaming platforms, Amazon. Uh, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all that, uh, YouTube. If you're going that route too, um, and yeah, uh, everything. That's all I got. Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah,
9: I mean, um, we we don't mind if you want to listen to it on Spotify or if you want to download it. You know, it's cool. We do mostly, honestly. Like as far as personal stuff, we're mostly on Facebook and Instagram. As far as correct, want to interact or and you know talk to us and you know if you want to talk about the music, we're always down for that. I mean, that's what we absolutely. Do, like, we definitely don't make music to keep it a secret. Um, we want you to hear it. So if you want to hear it for free first, go to Spotify. And if you want to support us a little bit, go to the other. But but even that, honestly, uh, the, the best support is uh, just um, sharing it or coming to
8: the shows or uh, talk know, to it, us, care, man. You know, yeah. yeah
4: <laughs> there you yeah. go. Absolutely. Well, you guys, yeah. g- you guys got to let me know, especially if you come out west. Yeah, especially if you're coming to the Boise area or even Salt Lake City. I'm only about a couple hours away from Salt Lake City, so.
9: Okay. Oh, City. I, was, I, was only, I was only there once. Loved it,
4: though. <laughs> yeah,
8: absolutely, sir. All
4: we'll right. Be, we we appreciate you. That's, that's really west, though. We'll be in L.A.
8: in June. All right. Correct. That's, yeah, that's we're so we're so. at NAMM this year.
4: Well you're, st- you're that's further so, west than I am, so <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Sorry
2: i are gonna fly right over you.
4: Yep. Sorry.
9: Right
8: over you. Right. Uh,
4: well hey, re- we
9: we'll wave well wave, though. I think we're gonna be on a united flight. Just look it out, give it a number,
4: we'll wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. Indeed. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate you guys' time and best of luck to you and your future endeavors. Ah,
8: thank you. Thank, thank you. you much, sir. We appreciate it. All right. Best of luck with your show too.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much. You, you too, sir. Take care. And there you have the interview with Jimmy and Lenny of the band Lenny. All right. Going to go to our first music set. Got three more songs by Lenny, plus we have Jade Marie Patek and G3 Rap in the mix. Be right back after this.
12: This is the kind of thing that just
4: tickles
5: my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then... Fuck your mother. Hey, did you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? <laughs>
11: out of
1: I'm great. How are you doing? Just fine. Your, your voice is very, very soothing. I feel like you should be an announcer of some sort.
13: <laughs> I might be. You never know.
1: God, I, I kind of want to just cuddle up in bed right now and have you read me a bedtime story. <laughs> 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 what are you up to on this fine afternoon?
13: Oh, just relaxing, masturbating a little bit.
1: Oh, great. Me too. I'm actually sitting here playing with my mandingo right now, working on excreting my man yogurt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Clock says four fifty-seven, my mind's on scotch and gin. Leaving this place, I step and got my whole paycheck to spend The cycle's just as vicious, I'm lost in lies I tell I ain't superstitious, but I pray to God himself Liquor's got me lost inside his spell Can't keep dancing with the devil and wonder why I'm still in here. So you turn around and ran, I hope that it was worth it, you got what you deserve, came crawling back and hurting, yeah you got a lot of nerve, but I ain't buying what you're trying to sell, can't keep dancing with the devil and wonder why you're still in hell. Is with the devil and wonder why you're still in hell?
2: silver spoon Johnny's gonna build him a rocket and fly
6: it all the way to the moon Johnny don't care about the ocean he's gonna cut down all the trees as long as his plan's in motion he don't care about you or me he's so his so by the wishing well can't keep dancing with the devil and wonder why you're still in hell
10: On, wait a minute. She get this. Now where the fool said he wanted to get with me, huh? Talk loud when I ain't around. Then I show up, blow up, you ain't saying nothing. What? Make noise if you got toys. Everybody got boys. Show a little poise. Step up and kick something without your crew. What you want to do? Everything you doing already been dead. You ain't pop. you ain't big. White styles just got you full of what somebody else done. Man, come on. How you think you can flow with this? Ain't no way you could go with this. Your style is played like 45s and LPs. Get these. If you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different. Just rip it. Get live when you come inside. Real heads can't wait. If you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different. Just rip it. Get live when you come inside. Real heads can't wait. In your whip, pushing what I said. I come real deal twisting lyrical acrobatics. Mad crews wanna jack this. But ain't no haps when I'm going for the snaps. You try to scheme, you get blown off the map. You can't duplicate this flavor, you ain't got it, nothing can save ya. Got caught trying to steal a style. Now I'm out here on the prowl. I see you out there cruising, I'm waiting. There you go. You ready for the take, mate? This ain't about gang banging or slaying. Grab the mic. See if you can hang, kick it solo with no promo. Yo, if you could swing it right, damn brain. Hey, if you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different, just rip it. Get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait. If you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different, just rip it. Get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait. Gotta elevate, flip the script with a hip-hop cut, Swift on the mic, now you know what's up, it's the new player coming like an old pro, fat beats with the automatic flow, buzz shots like a veteran, some say I'm better than a whole crew of young gangsters, I gotta say peace to the old school, I ain't even feeling these pranksters, every time I go for mine, write a dope rhyme, I take my time, put a lot of thought cause a lot of people fought. So I could have his chance to enhance, enrich, I found my niche, 3-2 count, here's the pitch, a change jump, right over the plate, caught you looking, hey, if you wanna make bread, you can't be scared, get something different, just rip it, get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait, if you wanna make bread, you can't be scared, get something different, just rip it, get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait, you gotta elevate, bring it on cause I'm in a zone, joker trying to get mine and I'm just trying to get on, that's I right. you can't take what you can't see, G3RAP, more style than a model, go full throttle, hit straight from the bottle, anybody wanna sip, gon' take a dip, get crunk with the funk in the trunk, slam dunk when I take the court, soul in the hole when I do this sport, sky high while you come up short, wearing Nike, still rock court. Showing ways means to stack chips, abuse punk crews, and put it on like this. G3 got the right height come tight. Anything whack, I'm not with that. If you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different, just rip it. Get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait. If you wanna make bread, you can't be scared. Hit something different, just rip it. Get live when you come inside, real heads can't wait. You gotta elevate. Yeah, like that, you know what I'm saying? G3 rap, still grooving, keeping it moving. 04 and 05, I got the live, you know what I'm saying? Yo, if you want to hit, you got to come see me. Come see me, baby, you got to elevate. Y'all talking about changing the game, but you still sound the same. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you got to elevate. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm.
11: Kiss your cheek at night, my love. In my dreams.
2: The story's never over, and I'm sure we'll meet again. I can't wait for this to end, so my broken heart can mend.
3: is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protect and speed, battle after battle. Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za.
14: Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four-hour un interrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at midnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state,
3: the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your second amendment rights is now join the second amendment foundation the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your second amendment rights for more information to join or to donate visit saf.org
5: ladies and gentlemen we are proud to announce that outlaw radio officially
15: has affiliation with my pillow Mike Lindell supports America and we support Mike, but sadly, him and his company have been victimized by this cancel culture. But that's not going to stop Mike from making sure you get the best sleep possible, and now is the time to take advantage of those savings. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Go to the store section, click on the My Pillow banner, and start your online shopping. Be sure to use the promo code OUTLAW and get up to 66% off your purchase. And if you act right now, you can get our standard My Pillow for $19.98, regular price sixty nine ninety eight. dollars These pillows are made right here in the USA and are washable. So again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Go to the store section, click on the My Pillow banner, and start your online shopping. But remember to use that promo code OUTLAW to take advantage of those savings. Or you can place
3: your order by calling 1 800 652 3982. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. There are also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit Keys2Life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life.shop. IGF One Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men, men again.
2: Yo, baby, you've your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit, fuck the fucking shit,
5: fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your
4: ass. Fuck shit,
2: that shit fuck shit. Shit,
4: fuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise Your Glass, Take Your Shot, You Must Be 21 Years of Age or Older to Drink, Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men, Men Again. The songs you just heard, you just heard No Amends by Lenny, before that, G3 rap with You Gotta Elevate, before that, Lenny with Plastic, before that, Jade Marie Patek and Dancing with the Devil, and starting off the whole set, Lenny with the screaming. All right, continuing on and uh, just a little bit, uh, you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Philip D. Blackman talking about constitutional carry in new states. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal the
2: Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week.
4: And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. This week is Melvin Townsend III. You may not have heard that name before, but you know what happened to him uh, just roughly a little over a week ago. He is the moron that decided to antagonize Iron Mike Tyson on the airplane, throwing water bottles at him and just doing what he can to annoy the former heavyweight champion and hey... He paid the price, and he wants to press charges now against Mike Tyson for doing that. But uh, no, I think uh, Tyson, <laughs> I think uh, Tyson was in the right. Uh, you know, you know, you don't poke the bear like that, especially somebody like Mike Tyson. All right. With that said, it is time for Outlaw Radio Gun Talk with Philip D. Blackman. Here we go.
3: It's time for Outlaw Radio Gun Talk.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Gun Talk, I am proud to be joined by the one and only Philip D. Blackman, half-man, half-amazing as he calls himself. (laughs) Uh,
15: Oh, man, how you doing, Bad Billy?
4: Doing well, doing well, thanks. All right, so... uh, Talking about uh, a subject that's been kind of hot as of lately, and that is uh, constitutional carry. I think uh, where you're at in Texas, um, I don't know when it started, but I think it's been, in effect, probably the longest in the nation.
15: Yeah, we were the first ones uh, to, to allow constitutional carry, uh, which it really hadn't, it truly hasn't been that long ago. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, we we I, I do believe that Texas is the first state to cover it, though.
4: I mean, uh, you know, there's there's a lot I like about Texas. Uh, Austin is not one of them right now. Uh, it's uh, yeah.
13: Well,
15: Austin, Austin is like a mini California, right? I know. I mean, I don't know anybody that likes going to Austin, but you know. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, that's uh, my buddy uh, Jason Bartlett was doing the uh, Buffalo Boar Walk. Going to go from Austin to uh, D.C. to meet with Trump, which unfortunately didn't happen mainly because of COVID. He started from Austin, and of course, word got around. Uh, the people in South Africa got in touch with the Austin Antifa, and uh, he was under he was under a lot of threats. So he he basically had to walk out of Austin with armed security because they were they were ready to. Uh, um, I'm sure. He he was met with protesters, and all they did was yell at him, and, and he just he could ignore that. But I think others were ready to attack him, you know. And in a of course, in a state that has constitutional carry, even in a state that has constitutional carry, those whiny little bitches, you pull a gun on them, and even if you don't pull the trigger, they're gonna they're gonna call, claim victim.
15: Well, I'm going to tell you, um, I've actually. I've caught myself on the wrong end. Um, you know, because look, I've, I have carried my goodness. I've had, I've had a farm. I went to high school with a, with a shotgun in my truck, right. I've carried a gun, you know, most of my, almost my whole life. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had an aggressive driver. Um, it was dark, you know, they, I had my family with me. They, you know, (laughs) they pull up right beside me. And, and, um, we had, we were, we were of different hues. All right. I'll say that, uh, uh, I was a little bit light, lighter skinned. Um, so so and I, I wasn't in a very good neighborhood, man. And I actually, you know, this lady, she jumped out, you know, got all brody, you know, went to raise her shirt and I beat her to it, man. I turned the cab lights on. I had my pistol pointed at her. I said, if you continue that movement, you're going to die tonight. You know, get back in your car and go on. You know, I, I mean, you no harm, but you need to go on. I'm not I'm not the person to play with today. Well, that lady, you know, went and found her, the first cop she could. And, oh, this guy pulls a gun on me for no reason. And, you know, then I get hemmed up for defending my family.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, just because it's constitutional, Carrie, doesn't mean that you're exempt from uh, a lot of different bullshit, you know?
15: Well, you know, you know, Billy, I've heard enough of your shows, and you and I have talked about it before, that, you know, if you're ever in a situation where you have to draw your gun You're better off squeezing the trigger.
4: Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is a a situation that none of us want to be in. No. No. But, but, uh, you know, hey, a a gun is like a condom. Better to have it and not need it than...
15: Than need it and not have it, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. You know...
15: There's so many misconceptions about it. You know, I don't understand. People are afraid of guns, but they're not afraid of people. What, you know? But I'm sorry. I could talk. I get. I get rammed up over stuff like this.
4: And um, you know, constitutional carry just doesn't limit to guns. I mean, my and my uh, concealed weapons license also states it states in the rules too that now I am. I am allowed to carry, if I want to carry a sword, which, well, there's no way to conceal that, but I can, you know, I want to, I can conceal a big bowie knife if I want to.
15: Well, if you'll recall, um, I mean, we're about the same age. I mean, we're different, you know, geographically different, but the, you know, time was, you know, like you couldn't carry a fixed blade longer than three inches, you know, or, or brass knuckles or, um. You know any of those those weapons? Those are concealed weapons that they said you were not allowed to carry. So I don't know what it's like up there, but down here in Texas, all that stuff it's 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 free and game. It's off the table. I mean, you can you can actually carry whatever you want. Auto opening, what they call switchblades, you can carry them all now because you have a right to defend yourself.
4: Well, as far as brass knuckles go, I think I discourage brass knuckles if you value. Uh, your hands because, uh, yeah, where you can do some damage with some brass knuckles, uh, to your opponent at the same time, you can do some damage to yourself, your fingers, of course. So, Absolutely. so yeah, I don't really recommend the use of brass knuckles, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, you want, you want to carry them. You should, you should be able to. And, um, you know, I, I was advised during my class that, uh, you know, even if you can carry into a bar or a pub or a place that serves delicious alcohol beverages, it is not really recommended because that's going to be tough to talk your ass out of in court if it comes to that.
15: Well, if you're only if you're consuming alcohol. All right, so I mean I you know I don't I don't drink but I do I will go out and I'll be a designated driver with my friends and my firearm stays with me at all times. Um, again, like I said, I, you will not find me ever without a firearm within three feet of me. Period. That's just that that is who I am. And if you're if in now I don't know what it's like up there again, but I know here in Texas, I can carry a gun in a in a bar as long as I'm not consuming alcohol. Once once I have a have a, a once I have a, a the the breath alcohol or the blood alcohol hits me. Once I have that BAC, that's when you have the problems that you're talking about. But if you're if you're going in with the t- soul intent of being a stone cold sober, then yeah, you can do that, and it's recommended. Yeah, if you can fight
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, however, uh, looking across the map, though. More and more states are now allowing constitutional carries. So, as uh, look at uh, the map here on uh, Wikipedia, which uh, has not always been a reliable source. So I'm going to go over the tech, of the uh, states that uh, go currently do allow constitutional carry. Starting from the west, we have Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. North and South Dakota, Iowa, Missouri, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, or excuse me, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, Georgia, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine.
15: Now, did you do all of that off of just recognizing the states, or did you have it written down?
4: I uh, no i I recognize the states.
15: <laughs> hey, good for you! <laughs> but you forgot one. The, the farther most Texas. west is Alaska.
4: Alaska. Uh, oh, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Can't forget. Can't forget them. Just because they're not connected to the mainland. So now we have three states that have, two, or four states actually that just passed constitutional carry. One of them ha- is Georgia. It's in full effect. The other three, Alabama, Indiana, and Ohio, have passed but not yet in effect. And I don't know how long that's going to be. Probably a few months. But, uh, you know, they're jumping on board. Whereas you have shitholes like Chicago, That's a, it's a big fucking no-no. And mm-hmm. and then of course you have that idiot for a mayor who refuses to answer questions from white journalism's ju- uh, journalists just because they're white. Oh, you're
15: talking about Muriel Beetlejuice Bowser? was her name? That's the name you're looking for.
4: Uh, oh yeah, uh, Beetlejuice. Lori Lighthead. I'm uh, like, light- More l- <laughs> Yeah.
15: Bowser. Bowser DC. Um, that,
4: I mean. It. I mean, I think the best meme that uh, that I saw on her said, if morning breath had a visual face.
15: <laughs> That's good. I saw one that said this very soon about uh, uh, Mitch McConnell that said if vaginal itchiness had a face.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh,
15: Billy, well, I mean, what do you, what do you, what is your take on it? I mean, you know, I mean, as far as, as, as far as the delay, you know, do you really think a place like Chicago would benefit from a concealed carry?
4: Maybe, yes or no. Now, I, I had this argument, For constitutional carry, excuse me. I had this argument with some people over on uh, my telespace, an old hangout, of course, where I used to host some of my shows. And of course, this idiot from Buffalo, New York, named Raven, who's, uh, he's a fucking waterhead who who looks like uh Al Al Roker's retarded little brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll the longest time too, he he'd get like, get this. I'll I'll just point on him for just a second. He used to get on these telephone chat lines, of course, him being black, and he'd act like he was white and and just spew the N-word, and how he hates them. Mm. Yeah, you know. And disgusting. Trying to make people think he's white. Now he's trying to t- last he's trying to tell me I'm I'm a racist because of my support for constitutional carry, and my white privilege is what got me my concealed weapons permit. My white Have
15: you ever have you ever met a black person that could pass the criteria? Excuse me. And we'll do, you know, I say black person because you just kind of put my head over there but have you met anyone who who has who who can actually pass the criteria you know no criminal background you know no criminal record you know clean background check you know everything comes out clean have you ever heard anybody being denied their second amendment right because of their skin tone in 2022
4: Absolutely not. In fact, uh, you know, the NRA itself, even though I'm not very fond of them now because they've become so fucking pussy whooped, uh, pussified is the better word, but uh, yeah, uh, they, you know, back in the day, you know, you watch that stupid documentary uh, that Michael Moore made uh, called Bowling for Columbine, how the, K- the KKK collabor- collaborated with the NRA to and made sure that no black people had firearms. That's a bunch of bullshit because you look at the real history of the NRA. They were trying to help keep black people armed from fucking racial groups like the KKK and and whoever else came to harass them just because of the color of their skin. The NRA showed um, some empathy towards them and said, you guys need some guns. I mean, we can't be there to help you stop them, so you got to figure out how to defend yourself. So we're going to help arm you, just so you can do so. That's the history of the NRA with black people in the late 1800s. But to answer your question, I mean, I don't, I don't know of anyone who uh, gets denied. Any law-abiding citizen that gets denied their Second Amendment rights based on the color of their skin—that's a bunch of bullshit.
15: So where does the argument, and and you know, we could take this, we could take this show a completely different direction. But the issue is I, the argument that. So why is it uh, your besides your white privilege? Um, why is it racist for someone in Buffalo, New York, to want them to be able to carry?
4: I, I don't get that. Uh, just because Raven's a fucking idiot. I mean, he's he's like, um, you know, by the way I talk, you know, I'm one of the last people that should be carrying a gun because if I see criminal activity, I'm going to act like the Lone Ranger and, uh, you know, I'm going to try to be the hero. If you have the proper training mm-hmm. and you abide by that training that you were given, you don't pull that bullshit. That is a huge no no. I understand you, you don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do that. Well,
15: the, the idea is, and, and, and truly, and look, I, I'm not proud to say I've, uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm proud to say that I'm a combat veteran, but I'm not proud to say that I've, that I've, um, <clears throat> I've been responsible for, uh, for shooting people. Right. I mean, I just, I say that because it's, that's something you always live with no matter how, I mean, look, and, and you know, no matter how much I can try to rationalize or reason it, you know um, it was me or them. And it was going to be me every day of the week and twice on Sundays. I was going to make sure of that, um, but these, what, what people fail to understand when you're talking constitutional carry, allowing your normal citizens to carry a gun, man, that gives them a chance That's the whole thing. I mean, even in places that are marked uh, that they don't honor, you know, some businesses still here in Texas say that, hey, we have signs that say you can't bring in concealed or open, you know, you you can't bring a firearm. I'm going to carry it anyway. And the reason why is because that's my secret. It's in my pocket. They don't know what's in the contents of my wallet nor my pockets. And I want it to be a surprise because criminals don't give a shit about the rules. And if that makes me a criminal, then that's fine. I'm going to be a
4: criminal. I'll be the most peaceful criminal you ever see. I recently had a dentist appointment. I sat down in the chair, right there with my pistol concealed. They had no idea I was about yeah. to tell them. But was
15: there signage out front though?
4: Nope,
15: there sure wasn't. All right. So for the constitutional side of it, how does how does that rub you? Right? I mean. Um, do, do, is there signage out there in some businesses in, in your communities that says you cannot carry a concealed or open firearm?
4: I have yet to see one, to be honest with you. Um okay. But, uh, you know, I I know where I can't carry. The post office. Right. The courthouses. Government offices like the Health and Welfare Office.
15: I will carry a gun in any place that doesn't have a metal ejector. And even then... You know, I mean, because I usually carry a little 25. I'll put it behind my belt buckle. That's well, just a belt buckle. And they, yeah, oh, you're good. They don't give, they're, they're $13 an hour. They don't give a shit. But the idea is, man, I mean, if I can sneak one in, so can everybody else. And I'm not going to be the only person in the room without a gun, especially if I need one. There you go. So how does that, I mean, how does that rub? I don't know how that's going to rub your listeners to know that, you know, in Texas, the two laws we have is uh, 30-06, which says you cannot carry a concealed weapon, and 30-07 says you cannot open carry. Well, that covers both for constitutional because, you you know, constitutional carry says open or, or uh, concealed. So does that make someone like me a criminal? Does that make me, uh, I mean, I'm obviously I'm breaking the law, and, and, and now I'm selecting and I'm picking and choosing which laws I'm going to follow, so... I mean, am I am I any better than than anybody else in that aspect? Because I've, I, you know, to me, constitutional carry—I don't give a shit what your sign says. It says that I have a right to carry my gun everywhere. Your sign ain't going to tell me what to do.
4: Well, I, I will. I will personally obey the laws, like the like the post office. I'm not going to take that chance in a post office because I was told in my class, and I was told by the county sheriff who took my information for uh, my con- my concealed weapons license to, um, you know, the po- that the post office is a big no-no, and I'm going to respect that. Um, however, you know, you, if you walk into a place, you know, if there's a sign that says uh, you can't carry, I mean, I, just keep it under wraps. What they don't know won't hurt them. And if a criminal comes in to rob the place, do you think they're going to give a shit?
15: Well, in all fairness, you know, Billy, it's, it's not a um, it's, it's not a conscious decision everywhere. You know, like I, I don't know what you carry in your in your pockets, but in my left pocket, I you know, I usually keep my truck keys in my right pocket. I keep my pistol in my right rear pocket. I keep my wallet in my left rear pocket. I keep my snuff. That's my loadout. That's what I carry, and and you know I don't think about you. Know, and truly, like a lot of these places, I don't go. Oh yeah, fuck y'all. No, I just it's just I go in, then I sit down, and I'm and it's when I sit down that I feel it pinch me, and I, I look at my wife. I'm like, yeah, I brought it in. Oops. Yeah. Well, it's just we're here. <laughs> you know, might as well keep going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's just it's, when you carry when you've carried it as long as I have, it just it, it just seems like it's part of part of your I don't know part of your uh, your clothes. Well, part of you.
4: Well, you know what they say. I remember, I was I was watching uh, the stand Stephen King's stand. This ain't got much to do with it, but uh, you know, there's that kid sitting down with Larry Underwood in the story who's a musician and he's got a guitar and he says the guitar is an extension of the hand. Well, yes. so so is a gun.
15: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I just I think every state needs to open it up. They need to quit messing around uh, and give people. A chance, because the criminals
4: don't care about the law. Okay, so Chicago has one of the highest murder rate per capita in the nation right now. That's correct. And a lot of it, and that's a gun-free zone. And, of course, uh, Ms. Beetlejuice wants to keep it that way, doesn't give a shit about the black-on-black crime that goes on. Uh, but once the if a black man dies at the hands of a white man, then then she's got something to talk about. Other than that, just, ah, who gives a shit? You know, Well, you
15: brought it up, so year-to-date, right now, year-to-date, um, 160 shot and killed. Uh, just this just this past weekend in Chicago, there were seven. Seven shot and killed, uh, 41 shot and wounded. So, there you go.
4: So, it happens in gun-free zones. The criminals, they eat that up. It's like they don't have, we know they don't have a weapon in their house to defend themselves with, pretty much they're not allowed to defend themselves according to the laws of this fucking city. So hey, let's let's take advantage of that. Let's go rob. Let's go rape. Let's go pillage. Yeah, you know,
15: you know, the cops can't. The cops, they, the people don't understand. Cops are not a proactive force. They are a reactive mm-hmm. force. They yeah. can't show up to a crime unless they're told about one. And in the meantime, we have to be able to hold our own. We have to be able to defend ourselves. Well, that's, the guns aren't going to wait for you to dial the phone.
4: I mean, that's exactly what I'm getting at, Philip, is, you know, I mean, they, they look at that. You arm those people, those law-abiding citizens, you know, and I don't care what color they are. Those law-abiding citizens should be allowed to have guns if they want them. I mean, if they're too Absolutely. nervous— too nervous about guns, don't want them, you know, I mean, that could be your own blood on your own hands. So I recommend, get yourself a gun. Get get yourself well, prepared. You, if
15: I lived in the places of, uh, if I lived in the place like Chicago, um, for home, man, i just have a scatter gun and that's it. Um, because, I mean, you, you got to figure, I mean, there, there's so much that comes into play when you're choosing a, a weapon to, to constitutionally carry. Um, but, yeah, there's no reason that, that people that any, everyone everyone should want to have a firearm because it creates an X factor. If a bad guy thinks there might be <laughs> a gun in the house, they, they, they're going to think about it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lived in Ohio, and when I uh, came into Ohio, methamphetamines were a bad problem. As I was leaving Ohio, um, not – it increased from meth to go along with heroin was on the rise as I left. You know, and of course, I'd, I'd turn on the news. I, I lived right in between Cleveland and Erie, Pennsylvania. I Turn on the news and there's all kinds of crap going on in Cleveland. So I think they're, you know, in Ohio, they're getting tired of it. And it's, you know, it's primarily a conservative state too. Well,
15: politically speaking, Ohio is, is usually the driving force And I think they're getting pressure from all sides So they, they have to cave at some point
4: Yeah, they have to They have to uh, Find a way To deal with this bullshit And constitutional carry Is what the answer is You know I mean, don't shoot at somebody If you Unless you absolutely have to I mean, that that's the bottom line, common sense, right there. But you know, if if you can defend yourself legally, uh, you know it, it. It's not even. It's not. It's. It goes beyond constitutional rights. It's human rights to live.
15: You know, I, I, Billy. I've heard. I heard you bring it up earlier, and there, and there's people that talk this shit about. Oh, if it's constitutional care, we're going to have a lot of vigilantes and cowboys out there, and you know we're going to be back in the streets dueling. First off, I think that would be awesome if we could go back to legalized dueling. I think a lot of problems would stop. But that's 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 a little well, sidebar bit.
4: Can I t- can I can I interject on that though?
15: Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: Dueling was a myth. That did not happen very often in the Old West. In fact, I can only think of one fight that actually happened that way, and that was Wild Bill Hickok and and a, a former friend of his over a woman. And yes. uh, and and that that's usually those kind of shootouts were so rare. Most of the time, especially your uh, typical outlaws like Curly Bill Brocius. I uh, would normally just get somebody in the back, and, and you know, that's that's yep. the way it is, because, I mean, and that's just like it is now with a lot of these cowards.
10: But I
15: still say, man, I think dueling would be an amazing thing, <laughs> you know. Like, you know, like if you got beef with someone, you know, hey, well, then, hey, let's let's have a sanctioned duel, and, and you know, and we'll sell them pay-per-view and give the proceeds to the winner, right? Um, but, last last you know, man
4: standing.
15: Yeah, but you know, I think I think honestly, getting you know a little more seriously though, I, I think it's a it's 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 I don't understand the idea um, how people you know think that there's that there's just going to be vigilantes out there. We're not the idea of promoting constitutional carry is not to promote vigilanteism. It's to promote life survival. Because the thing is, if someone wants to be a vigilante and they're trained and they feel comfortable doing it, fine. But most people. When bad stuff happens, I don't care if how armed they are. I've seen it in war, the most well armed military, you know, in the in the in the group, the United States military. I have seen guys when they get shot at, they have the means to defend themselves physically, but they don't have the means to defend themselves mentally. Right? They would just curl up and drop. They drop their gun and curl up, or or lean up against a truck and bear hug their gun. So the fact, I mean, it's a you know. It's a weapon. It's a tool, absolutely. But the, for anybody that thinks that they can just draw down on somebody and pull the trigger and then go have a cheese sandwich, you're you're wrong. I don't give a shit how, how bad badass you think you are, what you've been through, or what kind of shit you're going to talk. When it comes down to the point of, of truth to squeeze that trigger, that is the hardest thing that you'll ever do. Oh, I don't care what you, you know, because you can't train for you, you can't train for shooting people any more than shooting people. You know, you can shoot silhouettes is one thing, but once you know it's flesh and blood on the other end of your peep sight, it's the game changes.
4: And I've never, I've never been in that situation, and I can still tell you that, that you know, just uh, from hearing stories from people like you. Uh, one thing I, I've got to point out, even though I think Charles Darwin was almost one hundred percent full of shit in his theories. He was absolutely correct on the first rule, and you know what that was?
15: Isn't it survival of the fittest?
4: It's survival of the fittest. Yes. The strongest in nature is going to win. And living in a gun-free zone, these people aren't the fittest. The criminals are. Well, in California
15: you know, it is one of those places, uh, New York is another one of those places that just absolutely abhor the idea of, of firearms, and yet they are the ones that have the most
4: crime. Yeah, Chicago, New York. Per capita is what LA. I'm referred, per capita. I mean, when I lived in Memphis, Tennessee, it was one of the highest crime cities in the nation, and it still is. But crime has dropped since Tennessee has become a constitutional carry state. Crime has dropped in Nashville. Crime has dropped in Knoxville. <laughs> I mean, the statistics speak for themselves.
15: Yeah, the, the, the whole idea that people think that I don't, I don't know, man, Billy. I just it it blows my mind the ignorance that's surrounding, uh, you know, because everybody, you know, and we see it a lot from the political left, you know, the the what about isms or the what if isms, right? So you know, and this is kind of scary, but. It, to give you your most recent example, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Now there's this, well, he's going to do all of this and he hasn't even taken over. Right. So they have it with gun, with guns like this, they're looking at the same thing War. there's going to be more mass shootings. How? (laughs) You know, I mean, I I can show you countless videos. uh, One here in Texas, down here in South Texas, a guy, you know, tried to Tried to shoot uh, somebody in church, and yeah. three you know guns just came out of everywhere, and the the guy got the only person that was killed was the attempted gunman. I mean, that's church. I mean, it's it's necessary. How about in, in today's world, it's necessary.
4: I mean, take that uh, take that little white supremacist little prick, Dylan, uh, Dylan Roof. Roof. Yeah, I mean, if if they'd have been armed in that congregation. I mean, yeah, a few may have dropped, but but so would have yeah. Dylan Roof. There wouldn't have been near as many, many casualties.
15: Well, Aurora, Colorado, was another one, right? Uh, oh. with a the, the theater shooting. Yeah, I mean, if there had been just one person in there, you know, with a firearm. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you something. People, again, just because they have a firearm, don't necessarily mean just because a firearm would have been in that theater or in that in the church that Dylan Roof shot. Maybe just because a firearm had been in there doesn't mean would have been used, but most people who own firearms, who carry firearms on a regular basis, they shoot on a regular basis. They're comfortable with it. So that the thought, they, the the mental acumen, the muscle memory, it, it's going to play a factor. So the more you go to the range, you know, the more the instinct is going to, going to build. So people that are carrying guns, they stand a better, you know, the only thing that can stop a gunman is a, is another gun. I'm sorry to say that. Yep. Like, or, or 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 somebody, you know, I don't know, you have a, a bow and arrow from the back or something. I don't know, but typically most the only thing that can stop a gun is another gun. And yeah. you know, if yeah. they they don't give a shit about our rights, so we have to take them ourselves.
4: So this is why, you know, I, I would say to every governor of all fifty states, uh, allow constitutional carry in your state because you will have a lot less crime, a You will have a lot less bullshit to deal with on your plate. I hate to say this, but uh, we are out of time. Uh, Real quick, I'm thinking about uh, selling uh, that shotgun that I fired only three times because that son of a bitch just kicks too hard.
15: (laughs) Well, we'll talk about it offline and uh, see if I can't help you. Um, You know, Bob's, you know, we'll legally make sure it's done through a gun dealer, a gun transfer. Oh, yeah
4: absolutely yep. but uh before uh, we hit an upcoming music set uh philip why don't you go ahead and fill uh plug the do the plug, uh, plug. Uh, philip d blackman show yes
15: all so, right well hey guys i do appreciate it um i do have a, a radio show uh, the philip d blackman show every monday wednesday and friday at five o'clock p.m central standard time right here uh, at this station ipm radio uh uh, Raw Talk Online, uh, all over social media, guys, tune in and we're always having a lot of fun.
4: All right. Well, hey, Philip, uh, thanks a lot. And you know, we'll be talking again. Uh, you're amazing, my man. Thank you. Keep doing the good work you're doing. And there you have the conversation with Philip D. Blackman. Always a pleasure to talk to him. It's time to go to the next music set. Coming up, we got J.C. Anderson going to be followed by First to 11 and Stuck Mojo, Bree Bagwell, and some Man of War. Be right back after this. How dare you, and who in the hell fuck do you think you are?
5: You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen because we always ask Mind if I fart.
16: You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
2: Still lonelier than midnight. Over easy would be all right. Black coffee makes it strong. Mirrors. Every time someone looks my way. reflect on their face She's never really gone If it looks like it still hurts, well it does I only wish you were enough to made the cut She was summer. And she fell right through my arms I tried to fight for love and I lost That's where I got these scars Questions
11: Just keep your comments and
2: suggestions with all this pain and fear I'm wrestling I just need some space to breathe Sunset Oh no I'm moving forward but I'm not there yet Well I can't help but sometimes breathe for every
11: It still hurts, yes it
13: does. I only
2: wish you were not the cut She was summer rain and beautiful, and she fell right.
5: I'm good, man. What do you get into? Uh, not much. I'm actually sitting here right now. I put a few rubber bands around my balls. I have about six. I've been adding one every two minutes and just seeing what I can handle. What about you?
8: Yes, yeah, not quite my scene, but have a great day, guy. Uh, no, but but why not? It's, uh, you know, be open-minded. <laughs>
16: I <laughs>
13: It crack like thunder.
3: Community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho are still up to their dirty tricks, teaching Idaho kids from cradle to college that white people are inherently racist. Now, these left-wing nuts are taking the whole race thing to a whole new level with critical race theory. According to critical race theory, teaching children math, arithmetic, is racist. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, racist. Can you say ridiculous? Ridiculous. Malcolm X warned against critical race theory. It's very harmful. It's wrong. And the leftist nuts teaching this stuff to our children know it. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Join the fight against the teaching of critical race theory to Idaho's youngsters. Visit idahofreedomaction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org
14: at some point, you're going to want to consider this. If a national emergency or a natural disaster or even civil unrest should occur, where would you go? Seriously, where? Heading into the sticks with some MREs and a tent might be all right for a week or two, but then what? And who's around you? Who can help you if you need it? And how long would you last without the security and comfort of your own home? If you've asked yourself these questions, consider X X-Points. located in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota, a limited number of military-grade hardened shelters originally built by the U.S. government. 83 Long, 26 feet wide, 12 and a half foot ceilings that you can custom build out to your own tastes. X Point, a nine square mile city of like minded people who know that the best way to deal with the disaster is to distance yourself from it. If you've always wanted a real bug out bunker with the amenities of home, send an email to Brendy at ArcMidnight.com or text to 817 900 2424 X Point, X Marks, your spot.
3: Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell... They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats, that's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We the People Holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We the People Holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want kydex or leather, We the People Holsters has just what you need. We the People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry, as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We the People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We the People Holsters today.
3: If Idaho is such a Republican state, have you ever wondered why we have such high taxes? For example, Idaho has high property taxes, personal income tax, and Idaho even taxes businesses on the equipment that they already own. And we are only one of five states in the country that completely taxes groceries. Not even liberal California stoops so low as to tax people on the food they eat in their own homes. The reason for this is simple. You can't get good fruit from a bad tree. And the Idaho Republican Party is full of corrupt, immoral, and unethical leaders who have been taking advantage of good, honest, hardworking, rank-and-file Republican citizens for decades. Consider Larry Craig, Idaho Republican U.S. Senator who was arrested for soliciting gay sex in a public bathroom, or Governor Butch Otter, and sitting U.S. Senator Mike Crapo, two Idaho Republican leaders who were both arrested for drunk driving, which kills over 28 people every day in America. With this type of leadership, no wonder Idaho is so liberal, even though it's so Republican.
0: I'm Ammon
4: Bundy, and I approve this message.
2: Outlaw Radio. I'm not even mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole!
4: Alright, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men Men Again. Songs you just heard, you just heard Man of War featuring Orson Wells with Dark Avenger. Before that, Brie Bagwell with No Place Like Home. Before that, Stuck Mojo with Southern Born Killers. Before that, First to Eleven with the cover of the Guns N' Roses classic, November Rain. And starting off the whole set, J.C. Anderson with Scars. All right, moving right along. It's time for the new segment, Outlaw Radio, Radio Chatter. And my special guests, Jim Hunt and Monty Seaburns. Here we go.
3: And now, through the static and the ether into your ears, through your Philco or your internet radio device, Outlaw Radio presents Radio Chatter.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this brand new edition of Outlaw Radio, and how appropriate to have a brand new edition after uh, you've taken a two-week hiatus. Anyway, this is Outlaw Radio, Radio Chatter, and of course, I'm going to bring on a couple of familiar voices to Outlaw Radio. Of course, uh, the one and only Slim Jim, you've actually guest hosted with me before, but anybody who's anybody knows the knows the voice behind a lot of the commercials they hear on uh, right here in the commercial breaks on Outlaw Radio. You're listening
3: to Outlaw Radio. On the AOW Radio Network. <laughs> hey, folks.
4: <laughs> yes, indeed.
3: Hey, Bad Billy. Yes, indeed. I remember when I guest hosted on your show, and we were doing it via Skype back then.
4: Yes, we were doing it via Skype because uh, we kind of had to uh, make the adjustments. Um, or we didn't have Zoom back then, but uh, and at that time too, there was a certain someone, someone that. Uh, you actually did a, uh, you did a comedy spoof on him on that uh, spoof uh, ad on him. Yes. All right, and I can't cannot neglect my other guest because you hear his voice on the bumpers, and of course that is Z one hundred and three out of Huntington, Indiana's own Money the Music Man Seaburns.
7: Hey, bad Billy, and it's. Warlike Radio and Outlaw Radio with Bad Billy.
4: That's right. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, um, you know, basically, yeah. we're we're focusing on radio careers now. Whereas, I'll admit, and uh, Crazy Joe can say whatever he wants, but he's he's no professional. He's never going to get anywhere, and except uh, may, maybe uh, de- down with. Uh, Mr. Dennis, he can he can hang out with him for all I care. But <laughs> anyway, um, now both of you guys uh, had professional careers. Uh, still, I mean, Monty, you're not really working the terrestrial scene as much. I can't say that you're not doing it one hundred percent, but you're not working it as much as you have in the past. And then,
7: <laughs> uh, no, not not as much. Uh, we're doing a lot of voice tracking for the terrestrial scene, but. The new up and coming thing is streaming, and with everyone going to things like Oh Pandora, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, these kind of things, we've started two brand new streaming stations, and uh, they're serving our local area. So that's been really exciting.
4: Yes, yes, I mean, I might as well you know get on some kind of uh, platform that's like uh, Citrus Three, Live Three Sixty Five, maybe. Um, you know of course the AOW radio networks uh, based uh, between Icecast and um, uh, Radio Jar is is the one i used not quite on tune in still trying to push for that but i'm i am on my tuner radio and uh, a few other different uh, platforms now outlaw radio uh, archives are podcasted on uh, TuneIn which I'm happy about that but really looking to get uh, to get the AOW radio network on TuneIn sometime yes but uh, now Monty, when I first talked to you oh well, the first time I talked to you I think uh, I was picking on you on uh, K-Phone but and those <laughs> those were the days No K-Phone
7: yeah oh yeah someone needed to pick on me. I I needed, I needed to be kept straight. so see there you go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no but but at, at the time though I, I remember you um, you showed up on my telespace and yes yeah and then uh, you were uh, at the time you were with the bash there in uh, Wabash, Indiana.
7: I was. I had started uh, back with them when they were still owned by a mid- America radio. Uh, as Oldies 106, and uh, then dream we were marketing, purchased them, and I I, I essentially came with the purchase. (laughs) So uh, that was a great time. We spent uh, 12 years there at that particular radio station. And then before that, I had worked at a couple of others, a top 40 out of Fort Wayne and a Southern Gospel Station, uh, believe it or not. So again, we bounced around the dial, both AM and FM, for a number of years.
4: Yes, yes. Now, Jim. I mean, prior to the time I met you, I mean, I heard you a couple of times on my telespaces. Yeah, you know, we've we've all been on my telespace for quite a long time. What? Since, yes, we
3: have. Uh, from, I've actually been on my telespace since the beta back in two thousand eight when they uh, before they first launched publicly.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's. Um, I wasn't on there uh, on the on the beta, but it was two thousand eight when I got my first account that gordon ended up deleting but <laughs> cuz i wasn't i wasn't very nice but <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i i got i got deleted twice i think because <laughs> i was stirring up shit but uh, i remember i'd go i'd scroll through who, who was online and i i heard you on there but we never really talked until no until it was it was Gordon that said you know you want to talk to a man who's good in radio um, you know first he mentions Monty and then he then he mentions you and and talks about the uh, first thing Gordon even though I know you and him are, are not on the best of terms but still he talked no. about he talked about the uh, different voices you can do of course uh, you know you and i talk in our redneck voices once in a while just goofing around a little bit oh, yes
3: yeah i can talk i can talk in a redneck voice yeah i can uh, i can talk in an elderly man's voice in fact i had a little fun on my telespace one time when a, a lady asked me if i was single and available and
4: i put on this old man
3: voice and i said well um over
4: 80 years old, and I don't get out much. And uh, I've got dentures, uh, but I'd really like to talk to you. And I never
3: did hear back from the lady.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you know, speaking of those chat lines, I just got to mention this out there it was the last time I was on Fillmore, I had this one guy, he, he just hits me up. And asked me if I'd like to correspond with him, and I'm like, yeah, "I'll chat with you. Why not?" He, and he asks me how how tall I am and how much I weigh, and I'm like, oh, "Why do you want to know that?" And then so you know, I'm, I talked to the others, uh, uh, Sean and Austin, for one. And he goes, "Oh yeah, he he's a rather large man. I guess he's about uh, four or five hundred pounds. He's." looking for somebody strong enough to give him a piggyback ride.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Goodness.
4: <laughs> the things you get on chat lines, I swear. <laughs> but aside aside from the goofy voices, you know, anybody who goes to uh, jimhuntvo.com, you're going you're going to hear some stuff uh, there's uh some Stuff you did uh, for a station in Newington, Connecticut. You, uh, you'd find a lot of stuff you did, whether it be terrestrial or internet stations. We're going to find a lot of stuff you
3: did. Yeah. Um, My Newington Radio back in uh, 2015, I did some stuff for them when they were when they were streaming MNR. My Newington Radio. Fun Tower Radio. Uh, still one of the image voices for Fun Tower Radio. FunTowerRadio.com. Uh, also uh, i uh, i do a lot of stuff for the uh, aow radio network and aow projects and and sponsors and clients and and uh, i've done a lot of political stuff recently for uh, for candidates in Idaho and elsewhere yes and i've also, also done advertisements for local ad agencies
4: yes indeed yes indeed so so, uh, back to you, Monty, a little bit now. Um, he's, like I mentioned before, I, uh, you know, it's not like you're 100% out of the uh, terrestrial scene, pretty much uh, focusing on streaming, because streaming is pretty much the future of radio. Uh, nonetheless, though, I still, I got to say that uh, from uh, one of my affiliates, My Patriot Supply, I have this handy little green radio that winds up and is powered by solar power and uh, doesn't pick up the stations that great, but uh, it definitely gives me a good weather report on, uh, it's not exactly on AM or FM, it's another selection, but it gives me a good rate uh, weather report. So, you know, I mean, AM, FM radio is still going to be around. In fact, uh, should the internet crash, but we still have electricity. We're still going to have AM, FM waves. So, yes. Uh, oh, absolutely. Now, for for you, um, basically, are you still called upon to do some voice work and or uh, advertising or anything too?
7: Um, yes, absolutely. We've uh, most recently did a uh, breakfast commercial for a Wendy's. Uh, sausage gravy biscuit that they're uh, selling out there in the regional area, and uh, we did get called to do some sports sponsorship commercials and things like that. Uh, in addition to we tracking radio shows, so yeah, we're still involved with AM and FM on a on a limited basis, but it's still fun to be involved with it.
4: You know, but what I do find very disappointing, you know, is like the days of Casey Kasem are over. You know,
7: yes, unfortunately,
4: I mean, un- unless unless your your name is Ryan Seacrest, you're you're really not going to make very much money in this business. Um, you know, it has been just so saturated. In fact, I, I went into W W W O W in Conneaut, Ohio, and saw how everything's pre-recorded. Very, very little is live. You know, I mean, just like we're doing now on Outlaw Radio. But when it comes to terrestrial radio, a lot of it is pre-recorded now. I mean, you still, you still have Matt Connerton over in WMNH who's uh, going live. But uh, yeah, it's like it's like it, it, let's just say if Casey Kasem was working WWOW in uh, Connie, Ohio, he, he'd he'd be. Uh, and he, he went on every Sunday. He'd be recording like one hour out of uh, every other day or so during the week and then, and then turn, turning in an MP3 file or something. That's how it's done anymore. It, it, is, it is beyond saturated. And it's like those, those, gold, those golden days were, uh, you know, even after the television hit the market. You know, and radio listenership went down, and uh, of course, television went up. And now, people are still listening, and they're still they're still streaming. In fact, they're not listening on actual radios anymore. They're they're listening online, but it's it's all recorded anymore. It's it's kind of a shame, don't you think?
3: Billy, I know a guy. Yeah, who, uh, actually, lives in the Chicago area. He does a show every single weeknight on five different stations he actually records, pre-records his voice tracks and sends them to iHeartRadio to air on five different syndicated stations
4: And I yep.
3: uh, Jim's right, it is it is sad
7: but there's, there's a lot of that going on and it's because they want to put one person on so many different locations and so you almost have to anymore this way, you know
4: yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, it it seems to be that way with, you know, you like Bob and Tom morning shows and a lot of those type of shows anymore. I think uh, the majority of them may still be live, but uh, there's a good chunk of them that are now, uh, pre-recorded.
7: Yep. Uh, and, and that's sad that it's going that way, but, uh, if you do use the technology uh, to the best of your advantage, you can make
3: it sound live, even though it is pre-recorded. You can make it sound local, yes, with various uh, bumpers and sweepers and things that'll, that the uh, that the talent can say. Uh, You're listening to the Bob and Tom Show on Y one hundred four, or something like that. Yes, make it sound local.
4: Now, um, one yes, th- yeah, one thing I I'll, I'll want to talk to you. Guys, both of you guys a little bit here is um, obviously how I want want to ask you both. I mean, there's a known disability uh, that's common between both of you guys, which is unfortunately lack of sight. But uh, overall, uh, Monty, you go ahead and go first. Uh, Why don't you tell the listeners exactly how you overcame that and, and became a radio DJ and was you know, able to be very good at what you do despite your disability?
7: Well, certainly be glad to. And uh, this all started uh, long before there were computers dominating the field. And everything was turntables, real machines, and in some stations, not all, part machines. Uh, and so we would spend many hours putting braille labels on various tape boxes and record sleeves, and being able to sort through that stuff and memorize the, uh, the board by counting the faders or uh, potentiometers and memorizing where everything was located. And then as computers became more prevalent, we, um, that gave way to speech synthesis technology and digital recruiting and, and with screen readers like Jaws or NVDA, uh, it makes it very accessible and and very easy to read the the screens and find out what's going on like a sighted person would see it.
4: Yeah, and uh, Jim, how, how about you? I mean, sa- same case with you, uh, same disability, but it just it has not stopped you. And obviously, your your production work uh, speaks for itself. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Yes. Uh, I actually also started back in the days of carts and reel-to-reels and cassette tapes. I actually got my start. Actually, I I became interested when I was a, a kid and a teenager listening to the radio. And I took my very first tour of a radio station when I was 14. It was to my favorite top 40 station in the area at the time, Wink 104 WNNK in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, fell in love. I, uh, I wanted. I, this is where I decided. This is where I wanted to be in in radio. And in high school, I actually applied at the Tri County Association for the Blind. I actually got my start in the nonprofit sector, working for the Tri County Association for the Blind in their small radio reading service. Uh, it was a station. That wasn't on AM or FM, but it was available via a closed circuit uh, subcarrier channel to an FM station on the, uh, I believe, the 92K subcarrier channel station of WITF 89.5, and sighted volunteer readers would come in and read selections from magazines and newspapers to people who couldn't read these publications because of their physical or, or visual. Uh, visual impairment disability, and I worked at the Harrisburg area radio reading service from March. Uh, actually, I started volunteering there in '95 when I was a sophomore in high school. I started volunteering in '95 and uh, worked there all the way through 2010. I was I was there at the uh, the reading service from from I volunteered from '95 through. Ninety nine started working as a paid employee in ninety nine, and moved here to Jim Thorpe in twenty ten. But yes, I, I started. Uh, we had uh, two card machines, and uh, it was it was uh, it was neat to uh, to to do stuff on on carts and uh, reel to reels. Got to got the thread reel to reels. Um, a lot of our programming was on regular cassette tapes as well. And the volunteers would put a countdown at the beginning of each of their readings so that we could queue up the tape. And uh, back then there were no computers, actually uh, no on-air automation computers whatsoever. Uh, We got our first automation computer in 2005, and it was the old Dad Enco DOS machine that was donated from a local cluster of stations, it was donated and didn't have any accessibility whatsoever. So, uh, my coworker had to program tapes into it and and sighted volunteers would be able to use it. I had to learn the, uh, the workings of it, I had to learn how to instruct the sighted volunteers how to use it, but I myself could not use it as it didn't have any screen reader whatsoever to use but it was it was interesting uh, th- them working with that and then uh we got our uh, our windows xp automation machine in the radio reading service back in 2007 and that's when i began converting uh, a lot of our cassette tapes to uh, digital computer files so that we could have them for later and uh yeah as i as i say uh I worked in the radio reading service until October of 2010, moved here to Jim Thorpe country in October of 2010, applied at Magic 105.5 WMGH and 1410 WLSH in February of 2011, was hired in March of 2011, started in March of that year, and I'm working there ever since and, uh, and love it. It's a great, great team. Great group of stations. We actually have a third station now, in addition to Magic 105.5 and 1410. We have Sunny Eleven Hundred WGPA, which <laughs> actually broadcasts the format of America Ameripolitan, which is a combination of uh honky tonk and outlaw country, rockabilly.
4: Nah, and- there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep. So uh um, and, and the uh, the new owners are wonderful people, great to work with and for. And so, working there three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and otherwise doing freelance projects here and there from here in the home studio for Bad Billy and others.
4: Yes, indeed. Now, uh, one thing I want to run by you guys, too, is um, air checks. Now, I mean, today we've got Adobe Audition, we've got... Um, Audacity we, we got uh, uh, Soundwave, uh, wh- whatever name I, I prefer I, I prefer audition myself. you know and, and air checks are a lot easier to make with uh, this technology we have but uh, you know there's a there's a DJ I used to listen to when I was 12 years old. Uh, his name was John Williams in Portland, Oregon on a station called 62kgW was an AM station. And uh, I I really enjoyed it. They unfortunately went off the air in uh, 1989, but there was a, if you go to YouTube uh, for a you just type in uh, 62 KGW Portland. There's you'll find there there is an interview there with John Williams. He's talking about how uh, he had to piece his air checks together back then using uh, tape, uh, you know, reeled reel tape, Scotch tape, razor blades. Obvi- oh, yeah. I mean, and of course, uh, being uh, visually impaired, I can't, I can't begin to imagine how, uh, uh, that's gotta be nearly impossible without help. I mean, uh, starting with you, Monty, I mean, uh, obviously I think you've had to jump through those, those hoops before, uh, how, how did you manage to get that done?
7: Well, uh. The, uh, some of the reel-to-reels that we had, we had Otaris and camps uh, respectively, and um, they would have a splicing block on them, so you would line the tape up in the splicing block and feel your way around the uh, points of the tape you wanted to mark, and just use your razor blade and make a, an angled cut if it was a stereo track, um, and then splice the tape together, and I would make a little heavier mark with the grease pencil so I could kind of feel it and sometimes I would use an X-Acto knife to edit. But um, the one thing we were very grateful for is when myself and another engineer wired a cassette machine uh, into the mic switch on the board so that the machine would turn itself on when the mic was on and shut itself off when the mic was off. And this way, it would be like essentially putting the machine in the pause. You'd have the record key enabled, and it would just uh, remotely turn on and off with the mic switch, and that made air checking a little bit easier back in uh, 87, 88. But before then, you just had to be very, very careful and, and make sure you knew where you were when you were cutting the tape. So you just took sensitive
4: fingers and a few nicks here and there, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, John B. Wells told me that uh, he's uh, sliced up his fingers a little bit doing that. And uh,
7: in, oh, definitely, I, I can imagine. Yeah.
4: Yes. Um, uh, Jimmy, any? Do you have to jump through any of those hoops as well?
3: I actually didn't have to do any tape. Actually, didn't actually do any literal tape splicing. Um, at the reading service where I worked, we actually did a, most of our recordings on cassette tape. And uh, if I messed up, I've made a mistake. I would just uh, rewind the tape back and, and go to where I would where I would start again. And most of the time, that was okay. Uh, other times, I, uh, in order to mix uh, the voice with, with music, I would um, sometimes I would have the, uh, the music play and I would talk over the music and just and just talk into into the tape that way. Other times, I would have the music on one player the voice uh, the vo on the other player and uh, mix them onto uh, onto an, another recorder and uh, and and i would i would mix it that way but uh, no i didn't i didn't actually have to do any uh, any literal tape splicing uh, but i've i learned a, a neat trick about cueing uh, reel to reels uh, to to kind of, and our, our recorders were, were our, our players were in such a way that I could rewind it back and I could tell that uh, the, starting, the, the starting music or, or VO so that I knew where to, uh, to cue it. And uh, like I say, as far as queuing uh, up uh, the uh, books, magazines, newspaper selections, the volunteer would do a countdown and I, I knew to stop after three, two, one, and I would stop the tape. And uh, when it was ready, when it was time to play it uh, over the over the air, it would play. Yeah, you
4: know, if if uh, certain some sighted people would actually uh, try doing stuff like that, they'd get a lot more accomplished. I mean, <laughs> uh, I can't
3: even begin to imagine back then. That, Doing political ads with people coming in, recording political ads, and trying to make them sound good is so easy now. I I can only imagine how difficult it must have been, Monty. How, uh, how have you ever have you ever had to do any uh, any any like recording of of political ads? People coming in, recording, and did you try to make them sound good back in the day with uh, with tape and what have you?
7: Yes, uh, political ads, uh, documentary interviews. We had a, a coach that loved to have a drink when he was recording, so we would have to splice out the ice cubes clinking in the glass, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that, that always became a challenge. Uh, Oftentimes, I, I entertained the idea of taking all the pieces of ice cube clinking and putting them together as one sound collage, you know, but I, I I didn't think that anyone else would find it nearly as funny as I would, so I never quite got around <laughs> to it. But, yeah, there were little things like that, and it, it was a lot of work, but it was definitely fun and, and worth it.
4: <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, we are definitely uh, coming up uh, towards the end of this segment, unfortunately. It's been really fun talking to you guys. I'm, uh, I think for the moment, I am definitely out of uh, questions, but uh, uh, Monty, I'm going to go ahead and I want to l- let you uh, plug your station and uh, yeah, you got some things coming up. You mentioned it on uh, Matt Connerton. will want to go ahead and uh, uh, repeat that for the listeners. What's uh, coming up? I guess, I don't know, you're going to be trying some peppers or something.
7: Yeah, doing the Hot Chip Challenge to uh, get donations for a local charity here in the community. And that's going to be on the last Friday in May. So they can go to their iPhone app store and download the Z103.com app on either iPhone or Android and and listen. Or just go to the website at Z103.com and we'll be talking about that as well as covering some stuff for the primaries and uh, we just have fun with it. It's it's fun community radio. And, and thank you so much for letting us share with you here on Outlaw Radio.
4: Yes. And, uh, Jim, I th- I've i already mentioned your website, but uh, you, you you got some stuff going on. Why don't you uh, give yourself a plug? And obviously uh, your services are available.
3: Yes, indeed. Andrew- this is jimhuntvo.com. I'm on Facebook. Twitter and SoundCloud. You can hear some of my other stuff on SoundCloud as well. Uh, my website, I uh, I'm working on getting up to date. It uh, it's somewhat out of date, but I'm working on uh, on that. But it's at JimHuntBo.com. You can contact me via a web form there, and uh, you can check out what I do on the radio stations at WMGH.com. That's WMGH.com. And, uh, you can listen to, uh, the three stations that I do, uh, that I, that I'm a part of as well there. And, uh, the reading service that I used to work for when I first started is actually still going. The, the organization is actually under a different name now, Vision Resources of Central Pennsylvania, but their reading service is still going strong. And, uh, yeah, so visit me on Facebook, SoundCloud, and also Twitter at Facebook.com slash Jim Hunt VO, Twitter.com slash Jim Hunt VO, and SoundCloud.com slash Jim Hunt VO.
4: And speaking of Twitter, uh, with any hope, uh, since my The Outlaw Radio account has been suspended, but. Uh, Again. And, oh, it, it's been suspended since. Uh, since July, um, n- never to come back, but uh, who, who knows, maybe uh, Elon Musk will give me another chance. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. I Thank you guys so much for your time, and uh, yeah, yeah uh, best of luck to you in the, in the upcoming future and your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that wraps up this edition of Outlaw Radio. What's on tap for next week is yet to be determined going to end the show with a new track from scuzz twitley called i hate ipa thank you very much for tuning in to outlaw radio and i will be back next week
3: are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy well that's why you're listening to outlaw radio we tell bad bed music to piss up a rope we give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
4: here. Do you own a business or perhaps you're in a band or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Teas. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom made from Fresh Baked Teas. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com submit your logo and place your order today.
3: Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com Get Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including the New Eden Nutritional Support System. Check out We the People Holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. Click on the We the People Holsters banner in the Outlaw Radio store. Get the best nights Sleep in the whole wide world and more with Mike Lindell's My Pillow, Pillows, and Other Products. Click on the My Pillow banner in the Outlaw Radio store, use promo code OUTLAW, and save up to 66%. Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25 year shelf life. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Visit Outlaw Radio ABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW production.
14: You've heard the phrase, America's most loved brands. And what exactly did our loyalty to some of those most loved brands get us? I'll tell you what, money and lots of it. For organizations and their ideologies that directly conflict with American core values and the American way of life. Enter etruzoo.com, a place for patriots to buy and sell. You can open your own online store for as little as $25 per month and grow your business as big as you want. Buy from patriots and sell to patriots. Everything from ordinary household items to absolutely anything that's available from companies that do not have our country's best interests at heart. With Etruzoo.com, you know who you're buying from and you know who you're selling to. Let's make your brand one of America's most loved. Get started at etruzu.com, Etruzoo.com, E-T-R-U-Z-O-O.com. Etruzoo, a place where patriots buy and sell. Mark
3: your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. Take the whole family and enjoy good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock and red dirt. Artists performing include Colby Cooper, Lainey Wilson, Ellie Mae Mellencamp, Cliff Miller, Austin English, The Steel Woods, Shane Smith and the Saints, Sam Riggs and more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2022 include Bud Light, Falls Brand Independent Meat Company, Snake River Pool and Spa, and 95.7 KEZJ, Southern Idaho's New Country. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. That's Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this.
2: You have been listening to Outlaw Radio Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio. The presentation of AOW Productions. Bye-bye.